Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tara Burnett Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things manifestation, mindset, dream body, and just creating your dream life. Okay, welcome, Brady, to the podcast. I'm very excited to have you as a guest today to share your story. So just a little background for um, the audience. So I went on a trip to Thailand solo when I was in my 20s. I don't even remember what year that was. Um, And it was incredible. And I went with his company, Life Before Work, where they kind of tour you around. And I met, honestly, like lifelong friends in, in that trip. And it was an incredible way to travel because... I was kind of on my own, but I was surrounded by all these amazing people who I'm still in touch with to this day. So I'm so grateful for his company. And Brady recently sent out an email that was just super intriguing through his journey with entrepreneurship and kind of the downfall, I guess you could say, of the company throughout COVID, because obviously it's a travel company and just what he's been getting into now. So I thought you guys would be interested in his story. So welcome. And if you could please just kind of share a little bit of your background and what's kind of led you to where you are now. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. It's super exciting to to be here, especially with uh, with a fellow past traveler. So it's <laughs> yeah, it's great to hear that you were so positively impacted by uh, one of our trips. And um, sometimes I forget uh, how many lives that we impacted through all those trips. So it's uh, it's a beautiful reminder. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, a little bit about myself. I grew up in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Um, for those of you that don't know, it's a very cold place to grow up. And um, uh, as soon as I turned 18, I had this deep desire to go and explore the world. And so I decided to go to Australia, which was like the furthest place I could possibly go that was still felt safe for my family to, to be able to breathe easy. And um, on that trip, I ended up going to Thailand and I absolutely fell in love with Thailand and decided to start a tour company doing tours to Thailand at 19 years old. Oh, wow. I didn't know you were that young when you started it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, little 19 year old Brady uh, going around trying to convince people to uh, to fly to Thailand with him. Um, with very little experience of what it means to be a tour guide and what it means to have a company. So it was a a very interesting uh, challenge at 19 to start a company and especially a company where it involves international travel. And um, so I spent a year handing out flyers, putting up posters, trying to get uh, people interested in the tours and all of my friends started making fun of me, calling the company dreams before reality because they thought I was crazy. <laughs> and did you call it life before work from the beginning? Yeah. So it was all, always called life before work. And so my friend's play on words was dreams before reality. <laughs> Which is how it should be. Um, okay. I'm actually really interested in the beginning of this journey. So you, you just started handing out flyers. Like was social media a thing at this time? No, social media didn't really exist. Facebook was just kind of getting started, but there wasn't really the thought of advertising through Facebook. What didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. So then how did it begin to grow? So after a year of hustling and living in my parents' basement, driving a $1 car that I bought from a friend's mom, <laughs> I, um, I finally got two girls that uh, had seen my posters at a university sign up for a trip 
And so I got these two girls and then I convinced two of my friends to come at a discounted price uh, in order to run my first trip. So I had a, wow. four people, flew out to Thailand with them and uh, day one, we showed up in Bangkok and I said, okay guys, like, what do you wanna do? Like, well, Brady, you're the, you're the tour guide. Like you're supposed to tell us what we do. I was like, oh, okay, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I'm the tour guide. Okay, here we go. <laughs> So I knew very little about, like, it was just kind of figure it out on the go, on the fly. Mm -hmm. And uh, I made a ton of mistakes. I learned a lot and uh, also created really incredible experiences for them. And um, and then I had a lot of content and pictures and videos, and that helped uh, gain some credibility. And then I got another tour of four people and then a tour of eight people and then expanded to... Um, to, to eventually to Bali and to all sorts of different countries. We ended up operating in 18 different countries around the world, doing wow. all sorts of different, uh, different events, traveling thousands and thousands of people each year. That is honestly incredible. And I just, I love the origin stories of entrepreneurship. And like, I used to own a gym and did had like a fitness business and before that I started like in a backyard boot camp like I had one person show up and it's amazing what it can grow into so it just started to kind of gain traction and when I went on the tour I'm pretty sure that was what that was the first after our trip you did your first one to Indonesia I believe it was the first one with a bunch of girls that were on um my trip and and people from all over the world so did it was it just kind of like a slow expansion or did it kind of like explode like how did you handle that i mean it was kind of slow and steady but at the same time it you know it did grow and so it's hard to it's hard to really quantify when it really started to take off because probably the first three or four years it was it was very we were growing a lot, but when you when you double from four people to eight people, it's not very significant. And then eight people <laughs> yeah. to sixteen people. So we were we were doubling in size or tripling in size, but it wasn't it wasn't anything super significant. But then when we were starting to to double and triple when we were taking thousands of people, then it started to become much more significant. Wow. And yeah, okay, how did you handle like the hiring and like finding like we had amazing tour guys that were so incredible and you were on like were you on every tour you were on my tour but did you continue to like travel around or how did that work yeah so i really tried to stay as involved as i could even even up until the point where we were operating in 18 different countries and <laughs> you know had lots of things going on i still really made an effort to go to every single country and to at least be on one of the tours each year to just check in see how things are going and um yeah one of the biggest things was is for me at the very beginning it was really hard to let go of the control of yeah. when it was like my tour and i was running the tour and then i was like okay i can't actually run all these tours anymore and i need to get other people and i need to trust them and um it took a little bit of um patience to really let that go but once i fully did and i really enabled everybody to shine and just trusted put my trust in them uh, that's when we really started to take off and that's when we could really expand and so i really had a like a way of leadership that was really creating a family atmosphere 
Mm-hmm. So the whole team, like we just, we were so close with each other. We had so much love for each other and we loved what we did so much that there was just so much passion involved. And really the focus was like, how can we all grow within this company together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that honestly, like really shone through on my experience. Like all of the guides were like, it's so close and oh it was like it was like such a family and you felt like such a part of a family and it was honestly like the most amazing way to travel as a solo female traveler like feeling like so safe within everywhere we were going and um yeah it was such an incredible experience for me so then you kind of grow into this like huge expansiveness and then COVID happens (laughs) what kind of happened from there for you Yeah, so I think it's important to share a little bit even before COVID Mm -hmm. because I was actually going through a really big transition myself and many people don't know this, but I actually stepped down from the company uh, about eight or ten months before COVID even happened. Oh, interesting. So it was right around, so a big transition started to happen for me when I turned 30. Um, I don't know if you were following or not, but we did a, um, a 10 year anniversary on an island in Panama. Uh, we put together this like mini island festival and an important piece of this is at age 25, I could no longer drink anymore because I, uh, had some health issues that stopped me from drinking because I was running all these kind of party focused tours and, um, trying to keep up with everybody that's on holiday mode, having the best time. And uh, my health started to deteriorate, uh, and so I couldn't drink anymore. Right. So okay. I'm running this party-focused company, and I can't drink. And so for many, many years, I was kind of living a lie where I was completely sober on the trips, and I was doing my best to, to have a good time and show everyone a good time. Mm. But by the time I hit 30, I was like, this isn't actually what I am fully aligned with and what I fully lights me up anymore. And so we did this little mini island festival and I decided to uh, really focus on personal development and health and wellness and inspiring people and creating an impact. And this event really just blew everybody's minds because they expected to come for the party because that's what we were known for. (laughs) Yeah. We still threw parties and had DJs and all the things, but we also had meditations in the morning and yoga and workshops and um, all sorts of different things that really opened up people's worlds. And when I saw that happen, I just like, I was like, wow, like there's so much possible and there's so much impact that can be created through this. And um, it was such an eye-opening experience for me. And uh, about two months later, uh, we had a Forbes writer that was on that event. And the Forbes uh, article came out. And for me, as an entrepreneur to be featured on Forbes was like a dream come true. And um, and I, I had been back in Thailand at the time, and I was it was right during a full moon party, which is like the the peak of the craziest party like debauchery that you can imagine, as I'm yeah. sure you remember. <laughs> yeah. I barely remember, but yeah, yeah. 
And so I looked at my life and I'm like, I looked around me and there's all these, uh, this crazy debauchery and these parties and, and all of this stuff that I wasn't aligned with. And meanwhile, this article is written about me and the success and all the, the like, just all these things that were so external, but internally I was like so out of alignment and so like confused because I was like, I should, I should be happy. Like I, I've kind of like reached this point of success and I'm actually like more lost and more miserable than I've ever been in my life. And so it triggered this like little bit of depression and this really big inspiration to go and do some deep work and discover what I need to change in my life. And so that sent me into a really big journey of self-development, personal development, self-exploration and um and then i was in the process of of shifting the whole company into being more of a personal development focused experience company and then COVID happened mm. so um, so it was a big journey around that and uh, i mean ultimately I, I created a lot of confusion within the company because you know i had this big let's call it a like an awakening type of experience of wanting to shift and and expand and and create these new experiences but everybody within the company still wanted the adventure the fun the party and what we were known for for 13 plus years yeah so um so it was a really difficult kind of period of what's happening with the company what direction are we going I was, I opened up a nomad life project, which was a co-living project in Nicaragua. We had done a, started doing some yoga retreats in, in Thailand where we had a, a little hotel that we had built. And, oh, wow. <laughs> and so we, we were juggling all these different things. Um, but I was very much neglecting the core of the business that was the tours and the adventure, the party, the fun. And so our revenue had already been kind of, shifting and changing and going into different directions. And um, so to be completely honest, we were already in a little bit of a financial challenge when COVID hit. And so when COVID hit, it was just like, we we didn't have a very strong backbone to fall back on because I had already left the company. And um, from a financial perspective, we were already in a challenged place. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is honestly so interesting. And I do, I really want to dive more into, maybe I'll let you like finish the story. And I want to go back into kind of all the mindset and self-development stuff that you kind of worked through. But like, how did you get through that period? Because in your email, you said like you went from like $350,000 into debt. And like, I can just imagine the amount of just like, pressure and stress and overwhelm like how do you kind of like like how do you come out of that yeah so I have I have goosebumps right now just kind of going back to that moment where everything came crashing down um so obviously not only was my business crashing down but the you know instability of the world is coming crashing down and um it all actually happened on my birthday, March 18th. Oh, so, wow. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So like my whole reality, my whole world came crashing down on my birthday. And to, to add to the mix, we had, we were sending everybody home that were on tours. We had tours going on in all different places around the world. 
And so we were in the process of getting everyone home because there was this big, you know, emergency situation. We didn't know what was going on. And um, one of our guests that was on a tour in Bali got in a severe motorbike accident that day. And um, so I had to, to go to the hospital during this scary pandemic situation where we don't know what's going on and uh, try and take care of him while also try and basically shut down the entire company and um, prepare for this madness. So, um, so yeah, I mean, of course it was very challenging and uh, there was a lot of just surrender, I would say, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the chaos of it all. One thing that I noticed is, is like this, this masculine, warrior type of energy came out in me of like wanting to protect the people that I'm around and you know kind of like I felt like I was in like a command center and I needed to to you know deal with all these things and uh, it was interesting just to notice that energy really come through Mm -hmm. Um, and then and then it was just a you know, once once we we sh- we had to lay everybody off, we sent everyone home. We kind of shut everything down, and then it was just this this space of emptiness and this space of like, what now? And um, yeah, I mean, there was there was weeks or even months of <clears throat> just kind of really looking within to try and understand. Okay, well, what is next for me? There's so much uncertainty around the world right now. Um, I just lost everything that I have worked 13 years to to create, wow. and um, and luckily I'd already had a lot of a lot of tools because I'd already started my my journey around personal development, and and so I did a lot of yoga, a lot of meditation, a lot of breath work, and luckily I was in Bali and I was really held in Bali in a really beautiful way. Um, Bali is such a a beautiful, sacred place to me. And it really gave me the spaciousness to, um, to, to really just be and not need to, to do anything, but just look within. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Yeah. I've got goosebumps just because it's just, crazy and so I kind of want to back up a little bit and like how did you like you were kind of in this party lifestyle you had to stop drinking and then what kind of brought you into self-development what kind of triggered that journey for you and what's kind of been your path along the self-development mindset all of that sphere can you go deeper into that yeah it it basically started when um when I had that experience with the Forbes article and and like the depression and I knew just something needed to change. So I just started exploring everything that I possibly could. I was working with a coach. I started working with a therapist. I started doing all sorts of different workshops. I did authentic relating. I did um, landmark. I did um, all sorts of different retreats. And I just really started exploring and trying out all sorts of different things and seeing what what resonated and what felt good for me and what felt true to me. Um, so that's kind of how it all started. And I just, as I did more and more, I started to just feel the, the power in it. And 
so I just continued to, to explore and do these different modalities. And um, yeah, I think breath work was one that really resonated with me the most and, and led me down a lot of, a lot of beautiful paths and opened up a lot of things for me. Um, also float tanks doing the sensory deprivation chamber, um, mm. just giving myself the space to fully be with myself and nothing else for 90 minutes. Um, there was times where I would go in there and I would come out just with so many ideas and inspiration and, and changes that I wanted to make in my life. And, uh, it really, really helped a lot. Yeah. That's so interesting. And I mean, it's so rare to give ourselves that time without like the distractions and phone and just everything coming at you. And like, I have a son now, so I feel like it's even more so there's so many things pulling me and whenever I can get like that time to myself i have so much clarity and insights and i would love for you to dive a little deeper just tell my audience about breath work i've only had one experience with breath work and it was so intense the emotions that came up that i have never done it again because it kind of scared me and i felt like a bit traumatized it was like a good it was like overall a good experience but i'm like scared kind of scared of breath work now what what have you found and like what has it changed for you yeah, I mean, there's there's so much there. Um, I have a lot of friends in Bali that are actually breathwork practitioners. And so I've gotten a really beautiful glimpse into a lot of the like inner workings of breathwork. And um, I'm not exactly sure how your experience was facilitated or what was happening, but um, uh, it can be, if the space isn't held properly with someone who really knows what they're doing, it, it can be a scary place because it, it can open up a lot within someone, um, especially for a first time, uh, having not, if, if, if we haven't breathed in that way before, uh, it can really unlock and open a lot of things that, uh, that can be a little bit scary. So, um, for me, most of my experiences end up being very, very like creative and give me ideas for, for business or for creations or um, different things around that. Sometimes it's, it's to do with relationships, you know, whatever is alive for me um, at the time. Um, some people go into, into like deep childhood um traumas and releasing these traumas that are stored in our bodies. And um, I've, I've witnessed really, really profound, um, like cathartic experiences that people have had. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very powerful, beautiful work. Mm -hmm. um, I, I actually just thought of an, a question that I'm kind of backing up here, but just because I talk a lot about kind of manifestation kind of creating the things that you desire in this lifetime. And I would love to hear kind of your mindset when you started this company at 19. And like, did you have this vision of it being like so huge from the beginning? And how did you like hold the vision throughout the ups and downs there? So I did not have any vision of what it was going to become. <laughs> I, I really, you know, I was 19 years old and I wanted to travel. And mm. I felt inspired by my travels and I wanted to share that with others. And um, 
from a selfish perspective, I really just, I wanted to get back to Thailand and I wanted to create a life um, where I could, I could be there and I could share that experience with other people. I had no idea that it would end up being a tour company that operated in 18 countries and did all the things that we, that we did. It was just a natural organic growth over time. And of course, as you know, I would say once, once I started doing, doing trips in the second location in Bali, um, then I think it started to become clear that, okay, you know, there's a lot of growth that's possible here and a bigger and bigger vision just continued to expand as we expanded to new locations and created new experiences and built new hotels and all sorts of different things. It was like, um, I'd say it was, it was organic and over time, it wasn't like this vision was, was always there from the beginning. It just, mm -hmm. it just expanded over time. Yeah, that's really interesting. And honestly, I have found like the most success in my business when I'm just purely, it's almost like from a selfish perspective, like doing the things that I really love that I just want to share with people. And there's not really that like intention of making money. It's just like my like personal training business grew and my online business grew just when I was like, I just love this. I want to teach people about this manifestation. And I, so I think like it resonates a lot, just like when you're truly doing what you love and it really can just grow so organically the success so that's a really good testament to it and so moving forward kind of what what is next for you and what do you see moving forward yeah so it's interesting because one of the big pieces that uh that i learned in the the bankruptcy and the loss of everything was this this like letting go of this need to be successful and mm. this discovery of um, of how, how much of myself was doing that because of some deep uh, inner beliefs that I wasn't worthy, and just mm -hmm. trying to trying to to become worthy by creating something really big and really cool. And you know, society kind of teaches us that success is kind of the the goal that we all aspire to, and so it's been a really interesting journey for me because after that happened, I kind of was just like, well, I don't, I don't want to be quote unquote successful in the traditional way anymore. I feel like that was a trap. And I actually, I sacrificed so much in my life uh, for that company and for this, this, you know, uh, this search of quote unquote success that I kind of pushed it away. I was like, well, I don't want anything to do with that anymore. I, I just want to live a simple life. I want to be happy. I want to have joy in my life. And, um, and I kind of like the swung on the other side of the pendulum to an extreme degree of, of looking for the opposite of simplicity, of joy, of friendships, of relationships. And, and that's it. Mm -hmm. and now I'm kind of swinging back and trying to find an equilibrium because at my heart, I still am an entrepreneur. I still am someone that loves to create and loves to, to, to do something meaningful in my life. And so now I'm trying to find this equilibrium where I'm, I'm still creating, but I'm creating from a place of true passion, true alignment and true meaning and not for, you know, millions of dollars or this, this kind of success that is 
pushed out in social media and so many of these different kind of channels and redefining what success looks like to me and creating it from, from my own place. And so what that looks like for me is to, again, create really meaningful experiences for people. Um, it's something that is just so ingrained in me after everything with Life Before Work. So I'm, I'm creating some, uh, some new uh, yacht experiences in Croatia that are gonna be focused on health, wellness, personal development, and um, just creating a more balanced, harmoniously, harmonious life. And, um, and my, my big vision is to build a physical uh, retreat center community space where people can live long-term, they mm. can run retreats, and, um, and really create this dream life that I believe is possible. I absolutely love that. And I'm so glad that you brought up um, kind of the topic of success. And I feel that I'm in a very similar trajectory. Like I have been chasing this idea of success and millions of dollars for so long. And just like even in the last few weeks, I've really just been like, I'm tired of this like hamster wheel. And I felt like through becoming a parent and I just like, it's just a whole new like rebirth and um it's really just inspiring to hear you talk about that and finding that equilibrium and like, i'm the same like i want to have like this creativity and i want to be an entrepreneur and all those things but but overall i want to be happy and i think it's so easy to lose our happiness and our joy and like that spark when you kind of have to become someone that you're not like you really experienced that with life before work like you you were kind of living this double lifestyle and you had this huge success but it wasn't who you truly were and I, don't, I just think it's a really interesting important piece for the entrepreneurs listening like just not to lose like why you started it kind of and and what actually means the most to you at the end of the day because you just never know what can happen and for sure um, yeah so if you could give kind of the audience like one to three of kind of your maybe top practices that you find really powerful in your life um, that you like anything you could share with them to help kind of get in touch with their creativity or find that sense of peace and groundedness, um, things that really are helpful for you. Yeah. I mean, I do so many practices now and there's, there's so much that's, uh, that's possible and available. And, and I think every person is different and different things resonate for different people. Um, for me, having an ice bath is like a, a necessity. So I have, a, I have an ice bath in my living room. And, <laughs> uh, I, I do an ice bath every single morning and I meditate in the ice bath. And I find that just, it, it re-energizes me for the rest of the day and it brings me to the space that just allows me to uh, to just really center myself and really get clear for what's ahead for the day. And um, yeah, there's just so many benefits of the ice bath. I'm sure many people know, but there's, yeah, there's like from a health perspective and a mindset perspective, it's, it's really, really powerful. Um, something that's really important for me is, uh, is a men's circle. Um, so I was part of the men's circle in Bali for close to two years. And that was super, super helpful for me to just have a space to share and to listen to, to what, 
what others are going through and share what I'm going through. And, um, and it was also a really great barometer for me to, to be able to kind of measure what's happened. And we would meet every week and we would check in of how our week was and what's going on next week. And just that those check-ins were so helpful for me. So whether it's a men's circle, a women's circle, or just a sharing circle, a place that's, that creates an open container for people to share vulnerably is super, super powerful. Um, what else? I would say breathwork as well. Breathwork mm -hmm. has been so big. And, and uh, my suggestion would be if, if you haven't done breathwork before to find a facilitator and do a one-on-one -on -one facilitated breathwork practice until you get to a point where you feel comfortable and feel safe. And then like I do breath work on my own and, um, and I do like a guided thing with a, with a guided audio. And uh, it's, it's just every time I'm just like, wow. And to be completely honest, I don't, I don't, it's not like a consistent practice of mine, but every time I do it, I'll do it every two or three weeks, let's say. I'm just like, why do I not do this every day, at least <laughs> once a week? So yeah, I love that. Those are some great, great tools. And I love cold plunges as well. My husband's currently building us like a sauna cold plunge on our deck. We just have like a portable one. But yeah, we're into the cold plunges over here. And um, just meditation and gaining clarity is so important. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share um, just about like, I don't know, what's next for you or things you're excited about or just anything else you want to touch on today? Hmm. Could go in many different directions. I know it's kind of a random question. <laughs> uh, Anything you want to share with the world? I I'll do a little shameless plug. Uh, I yeah. would love for anybody that is exploring personal development, uh, mindfulness, wellness, to come and check out uh, what I've created. It's called Expand dot community and um we do uh weekly workshops uh, i do a monthly goal setting workshop we do just a community connection call and then we have guest speakers come and share whatever their their specialty is um, we have a whole bunch of different experiences that are listed on there uh, we have some online courses and the intention with that is to build up a community of people that are into health wellness mindfulness etc to then build this physical community space uh, here in Mexico. So um, I really just want to share these tools, bring people together, create community, and, um, and, and then create a physical space where we can grow and heal and explore and live the life that we all know is possible. Yeah, um, I'll definitely link that in the show notes as well. And maybe everybody will be doing a Terrebonnet mindset <laughs> retreat there one day because that sounds amazing. Yes. Um, yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And I think it's so inspiring just even going through that kind of low period and what's come out of it. And um, I think a lot of times like when you're in the thick of it, it can look like kind of your life is over but knowing that ugh, there's so much possible there's so much potential sometimes things sometimes things have to completely fall apart to come together and 
an even more expansive, incredible way. So if there are people listening and you're kind of in that low period of just like, what is happening in my life? Like, know that like you can come out of anything and, and recreate and rebuild. And, and Brady is such good evidence of that. Yeah, it's it's such a huge, important piece of life. And we, we all go through it, right? There's always ups and downs. We're always going to have moments where we're challenged. And um, it's so important to, to just know that we can get through the other side and that we can uh, become better than before. And um, yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting because I, I had an offer for someone to buy my company like a year before COVID. And, um, and so I would have had a, a significant amount of money and life would have been very, very different. Um, yeah. I would have had a lot of money to, to start this new project and, and, you know, it would have helped in so many ways, but I'm so grateful for the experience of this bankruptcy and of this challenge, because to be completely honest, I was kind of riding really high and my ego was high and I was, had this big successful company. And then if I would have sold it, I would have had all this money. And then, and I wouldn't have had the experiences that I had of feeling the lows and feeling the challenges and really looking within and really doing a lot of deep inner work. And so I'm so grateful for the bankruptcy. I'm so grateful for that challenge because it's really what's made me who I am today. And money at the end of the day is, is just one, one piece of many important pieces of our life. And it comes mm -hmm. close. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And yeah, I think like those darker periods are, they truly do shape us even when you're in it and it's hard to see it, but the same thing for me with the periods that and the struggles that I've had that have gone on to kind of build my entire business around. And um, even though it's hard in the moment, just like think of what you're moving towards in the end and what you'll be able to help people through on the other side of it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And um, yeah, I'm happy to have you. So where can people, so people can find you on your website. Would you like to shout out anywhere else we want me to post or yeah i have instagram you can follow me on brady's underscore life on instagram i'd love to connect with anybody that is interested in the world of wellness and personal development so um so yeah you can find me there perfect thank you so much yes thank you